Welcome to P3 Radio. The monkey only dances as good as the guy grinding the organ handle. Brada, brada, brada. I fly, bro. That is never stopping. Truck goes to the white. Cool story, bro. Footy pajamas. Hey, genius, it's, three, it's 2 p.m. Central. PG3 Radio. Nope. Here's your host, Josh Friday. Get him off big, Freddy. Get him off big. Richard Mulligan. And as I put you down, my pants ripped. <laughs> it's showtime! It's showtime! It's showtime! Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of P3 Radio. I'm Richard Mulligan, joined by my co-host, the man that is in his last week of being in a burning ring of fire, the 1983 Mr. Dixie Youth and best friend Josh Brawley. Say hey, Josh. Well, sir, you are wrong. I am born to love again. I'm a brand new asshole man. By the time this comes out, I am already in uh, uh, circulation. Recovery. In, into a new uh, thing of life. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm no longer in the burning ring right. of fire, as you call it. Yeah. And uh, I'm just L-I-V-I-N-ing, man. Yeah, L-I-V-I-N. Live with a free asshole. <laughs> Take as many dumps a day as I want. Yep. So, if you don't know what we're talking about, Josh has had a burning ring of fire for a while now. And we recorded this show, if you're listening to it right now, when it comes out. We recorded it last week because we had some things that we wanted to remodel here. And Josh wanted to remodel his asshole. So, <laughs> so as we speak, though, I have a hemorrhoid the size of a number two pencil eraser yeah. coming on out of there. But that's all going to be a thing of the past, or at least hopefully, it hopefully, will, it doesn't get bigger. It will be in construction. Have you have you looked at? I have what not looked at do? it in the mirror. I have no, not. <laughs> no, not that. <laughs> have you looked at what they're going to do to you? I have not because you I, I want to keep my sanity. You want to? Are Are you nervous? Yes. I am a little uh, man. I feel bad now. Yeah, like I really feel bad. But uh, you know that's life, Richard. <laughs> well, I feel bad because I'm going to show you what they're going to do to you. <laughs> this is a video from a woman a doctor. doctor. Yeah, a woman doctor. Does that make you feel good to know that a woman might be looking at your asshole? Uh, well, my doctor's a man, nah. so you know, dude, you don't know what happens during surgeries, do you? So they put me to sleep, and then yeah. some other doctor takes over. <laughs> so, Dr. Kale, why don't you just go sit out? We're going to have a trainee, Brenda, come over here. Dude, and- when I had my back surgery, and this is no lie, I have a friend of mine who is a, a, a nostologist. Mm-hmm. A bartender. <laughs> no, he was an anesthesiologist. Make it sound like you know what you're talking he, about. He was a guy... He was like the trainee. He's like for a the, dude put people to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Shit. He just put them in a sleeper hold until they stop struggling. <laughs> Shit, I don't need to waste any medicine. Yeah. I'm putting them to sleep. You get you get across that carded artery right there, and they go right They out. all going to go to sleep. And as long as you don't hit them with that special wake-up move. <laughs> the pat to the back. Yeah. That redneck, up. that redneck slap to the back of the neck. As long as you don't wake them up. They ain't going to wake up. They ain't going to wake up. Save money on it. Now, now here's the thing. You charge them for the end of the 
But no, man, I had a guy that I went to school with. Here, Gord's that is that man's responsibility, responsibility to wake that wrestler up <laughs> after he's had his asshole banded. <laughs> but no, man, I, I had a guy that I went to school with that told me he was like, if you go to a nationally like like Vanderbilt is like ours. He's like, if you go to Vanderbilt, they're going to put a trainee on you. Like the person who's doing your surgery probably isn't doing your surgery because Vanderbilt's a learning facility. He's like, here's the doctor I would use for your back surgery. Well, you know, uh, that's all good and fine, but they're at Skyline Drive Gastro (laughs) Center. Gastro Center. I don't think they're doing too many trainee deals. I mean, you'd be surprised, but but you're going to be surprised at how many. Well, you won't know it. Well, goddamn. I mean, if you gave old Ray J a fucking microscope and some fucking uh, little tiny little pinchers and uh, some flex bands, he could probably do it. Yeah, probably. I mean, you know, that's the difference in having. So, what are they actually? Are they going to put a band on your asshole that cuts the blood flow off and it just falls well, off like an umbilical they're gonna, cord. They're going to take, uh, imagine like a wine cork. I'm imagining it. And put it maybe times three. Uh-huh. And then they're just going to take it and they're just going to shove it up your ass. <laughs> right up my ass. That way nothing comes in or out. Yeah. No, seriously, what's going to happen? <laughs> I was following. I was like, then, Before that. Then what happens? And then, I just live life that way. And then, and then Hold it in my bag. Just kind of vomit everything out. Right. It's going one way now. Right. Like an owl. <laughs> Owls don't take shits, apparently. <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not. When I was in I'm, sixth grade. I'm more than positive an owl will take a shit or two. When I was in sixth grade, we were talking about having to dissect things. And like you know, when you get older, you you dissect the frog and the cricket and all yeah. that other shit. And it, and in my case, it was just a massacre because I never knew what I was doing. <laughs> it's like this used to be a frog. Now it's just I just frog. started cutting on him. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I was looking for. I was just cutting everything. All of it looks the same. Why are we doing this? <laughs> Do you not have a picture of it? I'm getting kind of aroused <laughs> over this deal. Uh, Is it all right if I jerk off while I cut the frog's head off? <laughs> yes or no, ma'am. <laughs> yes or no. No, but I was, <laughs> I don't even remember what I was talking about. <laughs> just the, anyways, so this this weekend I was just like, well, what are they going to do to Josh? Uh, so I found this video, but the thing about it is what you don't know is once you go out, there might be a team of people in there just watching. Probably so, yeah. you know, I mean, that's fine with me because. Are you going to be completely out? Or are you going to be? Well, I don't know. I hope I can stare them in the face like, while they do it to me. No, I feel like they would have told you about this. Like, I think it's going to be a gas situation because, like I said, I haven't went for any kind of blood work yeah. or anything like that. So more than likely, it's just going to be like the dentist deal where they put you out and they take <laughs> your pants down and <laughs> diddle with your butt. And then they act like. Hence they how like, you got into the situation. They, they they punch you in the jaw. That way you feel like you've had some dental work done. And then they're like, oh, how you doing, Mr. Bradley? Why are my oh. pants undone? Oh, you were sliding down in the chair. <laughs> <laughs> we were trying to take off the pressure on your belly. <laughs> You're a tubby guy. It looks so. like you were uh, pinching some arteries there. <laughs> we just felt for your safety. No, I mean, my thing was, like, when I had my back surgery, there's no telling how many like observationists, like people trying to get their degree, was just in there looking at my hairy ass while it was just exposed. Mm. And so your butt was exposed. Oh, I'm sure it was. They're working on my back. They went through your asshole. No, but I mean, it's like right where the tramp stamp would be. That's oh. where they cut me. 
So you, they, you, they they could well, just they, went in through the ass. Then. They gonna they uh, is my doctor's draping things around me like a woman in a Cinemax movie that's just PG. So you have this L shaped bed sheet that shows the man's breasts, but the woman's breasts are completely covered. No, they're just ripping that shit off. <laughs> they're just like show his asshole and balls and stuff. <laughs> the the underball. Look thing. how small they are on his big self. <laughs> Look at his balls showing through <laughs> under his legs. Where's the other one? You know, doctors do that by the way not to give you a weird <laughs> this one guy he's all he's got one ball you know doctors do that by the way what they look at this to. guy's butt look at this guy's small package he doesn't need take a back. picture and send it in the group chat i'd be doing chat. this guy a favor if i just cut this artery right here <laughs> <laughs> oh god you know they have I those conversations no they do they're human they're human, and I'm telling you, doctors. You see the size of that guy's taint, my God. I'm going to tell you the people, uh, wrestlers have horrible senses of humor. Like no shit. The day, they, you know this, but the people that are on par with that are the people like uh, your your uh, police officers, yeah. your EMS, your fire department, because they have to have it. Like, if they don't have a horrible sense of humor, a dark sense of humor, they're going to cry every day because of the shit up. they saw. Yeah, yeah. so... Most of them have a dark sense of humor. I told you, I don't want to, no, we won't say that. (laughs) I'll tell you off air, but there was one joke in particular that I heard that I was like, that is hilarious and fucked up. But most people would be traumatized by it, but I'm not. I'm like, okay, that, that seems legit. So, yeah, you know doctors are in there going, look at this man's dick. I ought to just do him a favor and just let him bleed out right here. I'm going to tell you this. Um, As long as they're not saying the, uh, sir, do you mind signing this release form? We're going to actually record this right. for the uh, National Science Institute. <laughs> you don't want your asshole seen by millions? Well, no, I, I just... The voyeur in me says yes. No, 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 no. no. That's not it at all. <laughs> you got it all shaved. It's you like, shave it into like a special shape. <laughs> like a ball goatee. Like a heart. This is my ass heart. <laughs> Diet blonde and shit. Look like handsome Jimmy. <laughs> And write mercy, daddy, with a fucking pen, like a a sharpie. And they're doing the operation. It's like, here you can see the patient shaved his ball hair into a Fu Manchu. (laughs) And wrote mercy, daddy, on the side with a sharpie. Pretty impressive, seeing he's going to have to have a few mirrors. He would have had it done this backwards freehand. (laughs) (laughs) No, if if they're asking for consent for the National Science Institute or whatever, that means you got a fucked up deal going on. That means that your shit... It's like a question. It might, right. well, we we might help him, then we yeah. might not. We <laughs> this, might. This might be a thing where we just show that he's too far gone. <laughs> this actually might be a thing that we show the insurance company when they yeah. try to file a claim. See, when they look like this, they're going to die. <laughs> you see, the amount of blood that could potentially <laughs> right. come out of this hemorrhoid right. could actually be life-threatening. <laughs> like, I don't want that. So right. they haven't offered up any of those uh things so i'm hoping that we're, it's just a standard yeah. uh yeah throw throw a band on that bitch <laughs> throw, throw some, some bands, bands on, on that, that bitch, bitch. <laughs> all right, when i go get a hemorrhoid i throw some bands on that bitch <laughs> all right let's throw uh let's throw the rest of this video up here so you can see what you're in for two minutes I was you doing this and uh, on a regular basis found that i had an issue to deal with the um, situation I- so just so you know <laughs> yeah that guy 
That guy looks like he's been troubled. Like he's had a lot of sleepless nights. Right. Like he's got one eye closed halfway is, and one he eye He is all fucking open. tired of that ass burning and hurting. I can only sleep on my stomach. I'm so tired. And you know, uh, I'm really sick of sitting on a donut everywhere I fucking go. Have you ever tried to be sexy getting up off of a fucking uh, uh, a break room table at work? Yeah. And then the girls see your goddamn donut <laughs> that you're sitting on? It don't work. Right. <laughs> How you doing, sweet thing? I'll come over and rock that world later. I'll let you borrow my donut yeah. after I'm done. Well, you going to bring that donut, too? <laughs> Shut up, bitch. <laughs> gay, that's what you are. <laughs> that one macho man is like, you don't like me, you're gay. <laughs> no, we just have you know, no, that standards. Fucking, <laughs> that donut tells me that I'm getting into some shit yeah. I don't want to. Yeah. Shut up, bitch. I'm going to probably have to change my sheets. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you ain't got no wipes handy. You can look this, like uh, Brad Pitt. And I'm going like, oh, I'll wash my sheets. Right. <laughs> just put them on. <laughs> so anyways, what I was saying was, with this said, there is probably going to be multiple women in there looking at your asshole just for procedures methods. I don't care as I long as they fix care. it. No, that's that's when you know surgery is right for you. Like, And I said this about my back. Like, People was like, I don't know if I want to have a back surgery. I was like, when you get to the point where you're ready, you'll know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the point where you're like, I can't walk. I don't give a fuck what you do to me. <laughs> you know, I was like, cut me open, hey, fix my back. That's right. Like, I was like, what if somebody sees your small dick? That was the voice inside my head. Uh, <laughs> I'm hey, like, I don't care. What's fix hey, my back. <laughs> look, I'm a giant in China. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> fuck off. I'm six, three. I mean, it's not proportionate to me, but it's in proportionate to somebody that's five, three. So what the fuck? I'm still winning. <laughs> I'm still winning. <laughs> but no, I mean, that was when you get to the, point where you're just like fuck it i don't care who sees xyz asshole dick balls whatever i don't care yeah i mean you're, you're ready for surgery so this is what they're going to do to you this is called hemorrhoid treatment with why did they got a colorectal goddamn... surgery surgery surgeon <laughs> dr jennifer lowney lowney if you want to watch it just found that i had an issue to deal with the um, situation i had uh meant that i really had a patient rodney make adjustments in my lifestyle so hemorrhoids are a very common disorder that we see in our patient population. She looks like the the girl from Step Brothers. She looks like an older yeah, version of her. Right. The one that was trying to sleep with Dale. Like she's all the suppressed in her yeah. sexuality. Never gets laid. She was also in Bad Moms on Saturday Night Live. What's her name? I don't remember. But that's what she looks like. She looks like a blonde version of her. She's a cougar in heat. Yeah, I was going to say, you would probably, like, even under anesthesia, start, like, filling up oh yeah definitely. <laughs> she's gonna touch what i'm sorry i'm gonna get a boner hey, <laughs> just, sweet so, thing. just so you know she touches my asshole she's that's like, gonna fill up look, just because i'm just because i'm cleansing your asshole and making it new again don't don't get all cute with me she's like uh, i'm gonna tell you this ma'am the heart wants what the heart wants <laughs> she, you don't you, make enough money for me darling you start touching on that hemorrhoid it's gonna fill up with blood <laughs> <laughs> He kept and getting a boner while I was trying to put the band on. I don't know what the deal is. <laughs> he was, his will was so strong, he was waking up from anesthesia going, just go ahead and touch it if you want to. <laughs> I ain't just, trying to fall in love. I'm just trying to put it somewhere. Hey, sweet thing, what you do? <laughs> 
hemorrhoids. There's external hemorrhoids or outer hemorrhoids. See, I didn't know what hemorrhoids was before these videos. You could have had internal hemorrhoids, so if we've too, had I did at one point. Oh, nice. They turned into external. And that's something. Listen <laughs> to the music they're playing in the background. control the symptoms or they didn't tolerate it's like funeral it, we music. talk about surgical options. And we usually leave surgery as a the last option because the majority of the patients we can avoid surgery in. Oh. You know, because I went in there I went in there <laughs> with my doctor's appointment like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. Let me tell you something, son. You're not touching on my asshole. I've tried, <laughs> I've tried everything. Preparation age. <laughs> what? I've tried drinking tequila. What? I've tried marijuana. What? I've tried all kind of creams. What? I've tried biting working. Down, I've tried biting down on a piece of wood <laughs> while I push it in with my thumb. <laughs> Ain't nothing working. What are you gonna do for my asshole? Well, sir, we'll probably put some flex band. What? It don't matter what you're gonna do. Just fix my asshole. So they're gonna put bands on it. Rubber band man. Like band it's gonna man. look like the British bulldog's hair. <laughs> it's gonna 1990s. look like a British bulldog cornrow coming out of my <laughs> right. asshole for a minute. And then and it's I, just gonna look, die and fall off. The the funny thing is that you said that. Yeah. I asked I asked the um the nurse or whatever, I said, So what am I to expect? Like uh, you yeah. know, after you do this banding or whatever. Yeah. She said, uh, well, Possibly some uh, rubber bands in your toilet in the future. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "You fucking bitch! I know that." But I mean, less like, calls back when I'm, they see your asshole. <laughs> I'm talking about the pain and shit. Like, no, I would have gave you five dollars if you would have recorded that conversation. <laughs> oh, God, dude, I was so scared, man. I was so emotionally distraught because I'm telling you something, man. It's like a, it's like a a pain in the like a toothache, yeah, or something like that. It's like you uh, could take pain uh, pills to get away from it's a toothache, but in your ass. <laughs> well, yeah, because there, you know how there's there's yeah. certain toothaches that you can do nothing right. for, and it won't go away. Right. Like, and I've been up. Multiple, I've been now multiple times. <laughs> now my asshole is burning red, <laughs> dude. I ain't asking for much. Now what happened? Like seriously, I, I said, "Please ban my asshole." I'm just looking for some touch. There have been there tush. Yeah, and ironically, that is where I had the problem with right. my tush. Your tush. But, oh, um, Josh got some tush surgery coming up, dude. Like, sorry, there sorry. Was a time. BT's going crazy right now because I'm interrupting you. <laughs> but go ahead. <laughs> I'm just trying to be funny. Sorry, I'll let Josh talk. <laughs> so. I've been drinking. <laughs> no, you don't say. I get real when I drink. That's what I'm. That's yeah. what I'm gonna have to tell them uh, people. Hey, look, just so you know, I've been up all night drinking. <laughs> I don't know how much that gas you gonna put on me. <laughs> you don't make me OD here. <laughs> we don't want a Heath Ledger situation Let me with less something. talent, do we? <laughs> you, you probably just go ahead and start putting them bands on right now. Not even put me under. I'm I'm, I'm pretty that, much numb. That night I tried to. That night I carried you into your house when yeah, you were dead you weight. Could've, you could've I could have bandaged your bands. asshole then <laughs> if I would have known what I was doing. While he's out, Richard, just take his pants down. Let's band his asshole. <laughs> I don't think that's a good idea, Miss Frida. <laughs> get some of them, them uh, beard trimmers and just niche that thing off at the end. Maybe it'll leak out and seep on up in there. God almighty, Miss Frida, that's morbid as hell. <laughs> but seriously, yeah. I have been up. You know, some nights. I've been there. Like, no, sorry. Yeah. after one, two, three in the morning, yeah. because... 
I can't sleep. I can't yeah. get in a certain way that's Damn. comfortable. I've had to sleep, you know, like with a heating pad directly on my ass. <laughs> like there's nothing. Like like I said, I've tried, is- I have tried everything in moments of desperation to make this shit work. Yeah. And it ain't working. Like, it is the most embarrassing of surgeries. That's what I said. It's the most demasculating yeah. <laughs> thing in the world, dude. I've only told like three people. <laughs> no, you've work. told. Oh, you've t- a national bike. People in Sweden nah, know. <laughs> yeah, but those are all. You, you guys are all my friends, man. I, like, yeah. uh, you can judge me. All those you Germans okay. that you know, just, those Denmark keep, guys that uh, know. People in Belgium. Belgium. Brussels every <laughs> fucking week, man. Uh, they're there's, listening. There's two German guys sitting by a water cooler, cooler going, Das Josh Bradley asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Surgery. <laughs> right. And, and you cannot discount those people from no. Sweden, man. No. Goddamn. They're, just all they're neutral. People, unlike oh, but, your asshole. <laughs> they list... They, that's what trips me out, man. We got so many people from so many different countries, so many people in Sweden alone listening to our podcast. An operation week. room is just going to be a piece of cake. It's like it's not the UN. <laughs> You've been talking to the UN about your asshole. <laughs> what Brenda from from Dyersburg going to see your asshole? Fucking bring it. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, like I, I welcome whatever the fuck they got going on, man. Because I just I just want to be well. All right. Well, let's see what else they're going to do to you here be that the only option we used to have for these patients in the operating room is to remove this hemorrhoidal tissue. They got a big Jeez, nice surgery done as an outpatient but can be pretty debilitating Pause this. as far as like, <laughs> We got 10 seconds in. Why did they just show a goddamn like a, a Rambo knife? <laughs> yeah, they did. They were like sometimes they, they, they that's what you call brandishing. <laughs> they brandished a knife and they were like sometimes you just had to take these motherfuckers out. That's literally what they said. Yeah. And then they had the knife picture. Yeah. And they were like, this is what we use. And there's no context. It's like, hey, we <laughs> well, get the knife in through this uh, yeah. method or whatever. What would have made it worse is they Look, had remnants one, of the old hemorrhoid that number they cut one, out on it. I know how big my asshole is. And number two, I've seen how big that knife blade was. <laughs> and I can tell you, them two ain't going to match. Yeah. How do they got like a, some sort of. Some well, sort not of now, a, but they will. A thing that they. They pull my asshole apart with? Oh, yeah, they do. Oh, really? Hold on, let's let's get ahead of yourself here, Josh. I don't think this is in this video. And the pain. Well, I just don't feel comfortable with a Bowie knife going to my ass. (laughs) Do you feel comfortable now? I mean, no. All right, well, then, tomato, tomato. (laughs) I guess. Here we go. But the Bowie knife's going to fix it. (laughs) (laughs) Can have a prolonged recovery. Well, in the past several years, we have another options for our patients that I've been very excited about because this uh, type go, of Josh. minimally invasive surgery this, <laughs> doesn't require any <laughs> She said, and we've had so many options that I've just been so excited about. She sounds like, if that's you're excited, can you imagine when you're fucking this bitch? She's like, oh, yeah, hit <laughs> yeah, it harder. 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 Oh, you stallion. And I came. <laughs> <laughs> I almost never have vaginal orgasms. <laughs> I appreciate that, sir. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Um, See yourself out. I'll call you on Tuesday. <laughs> we'll set up dinner. <laughs> I was so excited about this. I'm going to tell all my I'm so sorry, two friends. Too. All right. So even the face she's making here as we have it paused. But she's talking about the minimal, minimal invasive surgery that you're going to have, Josh. Listen. 
require any incisions. No so incisions. Incisionless hemorrhoid surgery. Yeah. And what that entails is an outpatient procedure. Yep. Instead of cutting off all that excess engorged hemorrhoidal tissue, mm. we actually use a Doppler ultrasound <laughs> to locate those engorged vessels uh -huh. and tie them off. So that's exactly what you're going to have done. So they're going to have an ultrasound yeah. magnet thing. I see the baby right there. It's there kicking. There it is. Look at that engorged hemorrhoid. I told you it's like a number two yeah. pencil yeah. eraser right now. <laughs> you know, they won't need any kind of Doppler weather radar to fucking find my hemorrhoid. <laughs> get in there Damn, with my buck knife. <laughs> that some bitch is just protruding out. We ain't got to look for shit. Just follow the grapevine. So a hernia is, I'm sorry, a hemorrhoid is kind of like a hernia for your asshole. Pretty much. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. It's a special hernia. I was only thinking, for your asshole. I was thinking hemorrhoids were there, but they were always there. They were just in your butt, and I didn't know what hemorrhoids were. It's like you don't research it Great if you bones. don't have it. Yeah, not your ass okay. that bleed. At that point, if they also are coming in and out, we actually tuck them back in and <laughs> tie them back in. Pause it. <laughs> you know that is a good option. Yeah. In which that has happened with some of my um, my suppositories, right? Yeah. Where I accidentally pushed that little fucking grapevine back in. And you know what happened? It, One of my fucking uh, 3 a.m. nights to where I couldn't go to sleep because right. it felt like... Imagine like you've got a hot coal hanging out your <laughs> ass, right? But only the part that's hanging out your ass is hot. Right. The rest of it, it, it feels okay, but it feels good because it's out of your fucking insides, right? Whenever I push that son of a bitch back in, right, it literally felt like I had a Charlie horse in my asshole. <laughs> and on one hand, I was telling my wife, well, it's gone. It's not even there anymore. Right. But it hurts like hell. <laughs> and I took Call 911. <laughs> Call poison control. Call anybody. Call I, the jaws alive. I took a dump the next morning. Yeah, they fall just right that back out. That motherfucker just crept on back uh, out like a damn earthworm. What y'all doing out here? Yeah, that's the excuse I've heard for no anal. It's like, I don't want hemorrhoids. <laughs> Is that too personal? All right, let's listen I mean, to what's believable. going on. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I get it. I still want it. <laughs> this has been very successful. Oh, not for me, from me. <laughs> I felt like I should probably. Not for me. I've been drinking. All right, successful. It's an outpatient procedure. The patients return to their daily activities quicker. Sitting There's on benches. <laughs> riding, riding banana seat bicycles. Riding bareback horse. <laughs> riding horses bareback. <laughs> if you, that's what I'm If you're so, not Yoda. <laughs> dude, that's what I'm so excited right. about. I riding bareback on a horse? I can't wait to ride a bicycle <laughs> and like just be free. Really? Well, I guess I mean, it's the little things. Like I said, when I'm my it's back. simple things in life. <laughs> like a new asshole <laughs> and a loving wife. That you miss the most. <laughs> when you blow out your bunghole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I want to come up with some kind of blowjob joke, but I can't. <laughs> Just, <laughs> I'm still not going anywhere near there. Uh, something about bands on an asshole. <laughs> bands on an asshole now, I don't care. <laughs> I want a divorce. <laughs> uh, he did look like a horse. <laughs> Not the good kind. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. I don't know where we went. Where we went. Let's see. Here we go. Associated with it. <laughs> and I've had patients who have gone 
to run triathlons at five weeks, and I've had patients. <laughs> so you can go run a triathlon, Josh. This <laughs> surgery's ready. like this is surgery like I'm Tommy ready. John surgery when yeah. pitchers just get it because they're like, if I have it, I'm gonna be able to pitch better. I'm going. I'm. You're gonna, gonna get I'm this gonna, surgery done. You're gonna start running triathlons. I'm throwing a no hitter yeah. in five weeks. <laughs> this is what was keeping you from running triathlons. <laughs> yes. It was just your asshole. Not my fat ass belly. If you, not my fucking uh, <laughs> non-ethics, non-ethical uh, workout syndrome because I don't have one. Like, it's it's my what asshole. What is it? Triathlon is biking, swimming, and, and running. Baton passing. No, I don't think that's right. <laughs> <laughs> it was the jumping jacks that got me. <laughs> it was riding the bike and just irritate the <laughs> shit out of my hemorrhoids. I'm just gonna stand up the whole. 13 miles. He never sits down. He just pedals standing up. Like he's trying to, like he's. Then he passes the out in the middle of the ocean when he does the swimming part. <laughs> like Rodney, who have started biking and swimming. Very active patients who don't have time to have the downtime from a surgical excision <laughs> or removal of the hemorrhoids that have really benefited from this. Now, minimum. look, Jennifer, I ain't got time to be down in the ass. <laughs> So you need to do something to get imagine, me back in the game. Imagine if he's like a professional triathlete where he's got like sponsors and stuff and they have to list him on an injury Pepsi report. is going to fucking drop me, Jennifer. <laughs> Fix my asshole. You know, like the NFL, you have to like like designate your injury. <laughs> right. It's like uh, did not did not participate in practice, knee injury. And it's like <laughs> triathlete did not participate in bike practice. Hemorrhoid. <laughs> <laughs> Butt thorn. Yeah. <laughs> Invasive approach to their hemorrhoids and really have gotten their life Is that back. the way you're going to stand? That's me. <laughs> In the In video, the there's a guy doing uh, like a raven pose. <laughs> Our In Chris the middle Jericho. of a cornfield. Yeah, and he's got his fingers up like, like victory. He's won it. Yeah. So to have a, a new start, hit a reset button. After four or five years, <laughs> problems has really been um, terrific. That's what I view it as, man. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm born. Like I said, I'm born to love again. I'm gonna be that that new asshole, man. Well, I cannot wait. Just out of interest of fairness, Josh, I decided to do this to myself. Uh, just because you're doing, <laughs> but as because there's a the pandemic, because there's a hemorrhoid surgery video on here. We just, I decided to throw another video on here just for us. It's called, Why Am I Bald? <laughs> just so it's, you know. And you know, that's not an interpersonal look but, but with look uh, Mr. Mulligan here. Look beautiful bald man. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> I have been doing uh, calisthenics in my free time. <laughs> no, I mean. That guy I'm, looks like a serial killer. Yeah, he does. He's like, uh, Is it where's the, the rest of your family or I'm going to fucking kill you? <laughs> He's oozing swagger and confidence. He owns it. But it he looks like he all... owns an Astro van that <laughs> would probably have like a couch in the back. Yeah. Not a Boys good one. He's like either. this. This is Rob. He's 33. This is also Rob. He started to lose his hair when he was about 20. That was me. Uh, I got married at 21, 22. Well, you're lucky you got married then because you never got a fucking <laughs> wife with that goddamn hair. I'd just be sitting on the corner begging somebody to touch it. Uh, Probably is there have... any way you can touch it for $10? <laughs> what do you mean you're a cop? <laughs> <laughs> now, ironically, now I have a cop touching it. 
<laughs> Ain't got a pair though. It's either a Thank cup God. or a computer technician, right? <laughs> so what happened? Why did Rob go bald? And what does it mean? He's an asshole. <laughs> That's what it means. Why do some men go bald? There's something about being bald and owning it. I feel like already this video has said something about owning being bald. Like, I don't think there's any other thing you can do when you're bald. I ain't bald. He's in denial. I ain't bald. No, you're one of them guys. You, you'd be one of them guys that like wear the toupee, but swear it's real hair. But won't let you touch it. Like, oh, right. well, no, don't touch it. But it's real. Yeah, it's real. Shut the fuck up. You touch it, it might die again. <laughs> I mean, look at all these balls. I will say icons. Shaq Michael and Jordan, Michael Jason Jordan, Statham, Larry Davis, his sidekick, The Rock. The Rock. But losing your hair is not something you aspire to. If you're concerned about your thinning hair, call Hair Club for Men and receive our free brochure. In fact, there's an entire industry built around fighting it. <laughs> and remember, I'm not only the Hair Club president, oh, but Cy I'm also a He's dead now. You wonder if that hair still alive. <laughs> It's still growing like a champ. So I would be so proud. <laughs> I asked a dermatologist about why some men lose their hair and if going bald is my destiny as well. So when we say baldness, we're usually referring to male pattern baldness or androgenetic alopecia. The hair. She touched it on your head, Josh. I know what you're going to say. Maybe you touch me on my yeah. head. <laughs> Baby make solve. this a damn, make it match. Maybe Hell, solve can't it. touch me on one, can't touch yeah. me on the other. Maybe solve it's male pattern baldness. <laughs> Maybe you can just investigate, see if it's bald down Put there. Put a little hair on it if you got hair down there. I don't know if you do or not. <laughs> hey, if you don't got hair, I got something that will put some hair yeah, on yeah. it. Yeah. Baby. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Ooh, she's Her got a long face. She got a damn John Kerry type <laughs> face. My God. <laughs> We call that even the Mr. Ed's, even Mr. Ed's like, why the long face? Becoming smaller and smaller to the point when it stops producing a full hair. Testosterone yeah. is becoming converted to I get that way with full boners. <laughs> Have you ever, you or ever, it gets so hard, it's just like, eh. no, dude, like, it just fails. Seriously, like, you talk about breaking the third wall. I'm breaking the fourth on this one, motherfucker. Yeah. Like, but I don't care. Is it's, that your hemorrhoid wall? <laughs> yeah. My hemorrhoids fifth got me. wall. My hemorrhoid is the fourth wall. My hemorrhoids got me fifth one. just acting crazy as hell. <laughs> At least that's what I'll tell them. But yeah. have you ever noticed since you've gotten older, like there are some situations to where I'm talking about you swell up like a squash sometimes and you're like, oh, goddamn. And then there's sometimes it's just like I'm like a half-inflated <laughs> balloon. You know what I mean? And you don't know why it's like that, right. but like the weirdest shit will just make it fucking. I think that motherfucker gonna burst it so bad. I didn't know it could spit when it was soft. That's weird. But That's like, weird. what's the deal? I've with been it? working on this thing for twenty five minutes, and it's still just. I thought, I thought you were gonna say I've been working with this thing for twenty five years, spurting and spitting, and it ain't never acted. Just right. Like the guy taking it to a mechanic. Like, you're like the guy trying to sell the old Ford truck. You're like, I don't know what the hell's wrong with it. So, so a proctologist is just a dick mechanic, right? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I want to say if I had balls, that that would be the title of this episode. If proctologist had... equals dick mechanic. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Right. All right, we got to finish this video real quick. In the hair follicle, by an enzyme called 5-alpha reductase, and when it attaches to the androgen receptor in the hair follicle it causes the follicle to produce a smaller hair basically 
It's like some kind of weird testosterone thing. So I'm more of a man than you. <laughs> maybe but you have maybe less if you, hair. Yeah, I have less hair because the testosterone has killed it. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Testosterone That's killed it. That's why you it. cry like a bitch all the time. I do because <laughs> testosterone don't care if you're a man. It's just like I'm gonna make you feel things. <laughs> you're gonna be enraged and then cry. <laughs> Gotta love it. So then you I might snap to... on a damn school one time. <laughs> you know, really burn the fucker down. <laughs> <laughs> I am ending this tech work bullshit. Show you my friend Rob here. Look, he shows him a picture of Rob, Rob who's bald. started losing his hair in his early 20s. And as you can see, there's little to, well, there's none left. So what is going on with Rob? Well, Rob has what we call androgenetic alopecia, or male pattern baldness. This is due to several genes, and some of the genes are early expressing. In some susceptible individuals, they start to lose their hair very young, usually by age 30. Wow. The fact that Rob is bald, does that make him any less virile? Does that make him a loser? That's an asshole statement. <laughs> the fact that he's bald, he don't get it up, does he? <laughs> does that make him less of a man? Yeah. I lost my shit. Rob has what you call in the South peanut head. <laughs> no. So it's a myth that hair loss or balding is associated with virility in men. We can get anybody pregnant. Just, just try. Yeah. <laughs> Stick it in. Let's see what happens. Men who go bald don't have abnormal levels of testosterone. It's really that the hair follicle becomes sensitized to the effects of testosterone or androgens, and it starts to create a smaller hair, and eventually it stops producing hair. So, so that's why I'm bald, Josh. <laughs> that's why I'm bald. It's because my testosterone's so strong that my hair is just like, eh. I can't do this anymore. We got to get out of here. This man's too hyped up. Well, I'll tell you what, Josh, I am hyped up about. What are you hyped about? I am hyped up about the shirts over at P3 Radio Tees. And if they want to go get a shirt, and by they, I mean the people listening to this podcast right now, if they want to go get a shirt, what do they need to do? Well, I think they need to go to tinyurl.com slash P3 Radio Tees. Pick the non-cheapest option on that website you'll be happy that you did your nipples will thank you yeah and you'll also be happy if you get that cover art p uh, p3 radio t-shirt yep every cover art that our podcast has that thing will make you look like a sharp dressed man and also we got the p3 radio ecw like t-shirt uh make you feel like you're in the 90s once again P3 Radio uh, Front Yard Slaughterhouse Freddy's Front Yard Slaughterhouse t-shirt Put that thing on uh, Get you some veal going in your front yard (laughs) And so much more And you're going to do that at tinyurl.com Slash P3 Radio Tees Go there right now Tinyurl.com Slash P3 Radio Tees The number one shirt Sponsor for this show, P3 Radio, one more time, tinyurl.com slash P3 Radio Tees. Well, Josh, we're coming back from break here, and we are honored to have one of the best promoters in the business right now joining us. Tell the people who's on the line with us right now. Well, ladies and gentlemen, one of the last old school type promoters that's getting shit done in 2020, baby. We have none other than Whitey 
motherfucking Jenkins on the phone. Ooh, what's going on, man? Good to have you on P3 How Radio. How we doing pretty good over here at the mobile trailer park uh, down here in Vinemont, Alabama. That's some good music. Y'all playing the good <laughs> shit on a Sunday. That's what I'm talking about. Only the best for you, Whitey, man. We, uh, we, we're we big fans. We've uh, been following your stuff over on Cheap Heat. Uh, is it Cheap Heat TV on YouTube? Cheap Heat TV, yeah, that, that Jackson feller is nice enough to put my shit on his uh, YouTube channel there. He's got a couple of thousand subscribers, so I reckon people get to see it. Yeah, I mean, uh, we we were uh, in, entranced, really, with the video of the wrestling school. How is the wrestling school going now? Oh, hell, like gangbusters, buddy. I mean, you wouldn't believe how many people want to learn how to wrestle, you know what I mean? And, uh I'm not teaching them all this flippy, you know, bullshit that the kids are doing on that AEW. I mean, I'm teaching them how to wrestle. You know what I'm talking about? Right. <laughs> Memphis yeah. style, if you will. Memphis style. So, there are some conditions to come to your wrestling school, correct? I mean, you just oh, can't walk yeah. up in there and say, hey, I want to wrestle. I mean, Hell no. What, what would one <laughs> need to bring uh, their first day whenever they're registering for the uh, esteemed Whitey Jenkins School of Professional Wrestling? Well, I mean, they don't need to bring, you know, $900 cash money, obviously. <laughs> uh, now, you know, along with that, they probably need to bring some knee pads and some elbow pads and some, you know, wrestling boots if they got some. But mostly that first day, $900 cash money will get the ball rolling, if you know what I mean. Now, you did say something very intriguing there. You know, Whitey, I actually used to wrestle. You know, I wrestled for about 12 years on the Memphis circuit, just around Tennessee, Memphis, and some in you know Mississippi, some in Alabama. No, not in Alabama, some in Arkansas. Uh, but, you know, you said something interesting there. You said bring their wrestling boots. How does a young boy acquire wrestling boots in this business? Well, I mean, back in, you know, back in my day and probably your day too, you know, the only way to get wrestling boots was, you know, through, you know, K&H or one of the boot makers. But hell now... Somehow they get on these internets, and there's a <clears throat> there's a place called High Spots or something like that. And hell, they'll sell wrestling boots to any some bitch with two hundred dollars. You know, I mean, <laughs> I see people that's had wrestling boots for six years, and they're they're fourteen years old. You know, coming down there to the wrestling school, they got the, they got the damn wrestling boots for their eleventh birthday or some shit. I don't. Beats any damn thing I ever seen. <laughs> right. Well, you know, fourteen years old—that's that's a little young. Do you guys have age restrictions on your wrestling school? If you got nine hundred dollars cash money, <laughs> we can work with you. You know what I mean? If, if if you're even at that age, if you've got access to that kind of cash, then you know we can uh, we can start your training a little early, if you will. I mean, hell, everybody knows what Terry Gordy was like, Mississippi heavyweight champ when he was like sixteen or some shit. So you know. If it's good enough for Gordy, it's good enough for everybody. That's what I always say. Hell yeah, man. Well, I mean, uh, what what are they supposed to expect within the first few months? I mean, are we just going to be like if, if I was to sign up today, what am I to expect within the first month to learn? I mean, are you just going to are you going to lay everything out for me or is it going to be a step by step process with a few uh, installments of the knowledge? Oh, it's step-by-step, step, man. I mean, that's if there's one thing that I learned, you know, back in 72 when Buck Spivey trained me, 
And you can't you can't show them all that shit right out the gate because half these little some bit if you do it right that's for sure. Right. You know, if you do it right, half these little some bitches ain't gonna stay around. They gonna quit. So you get that nine hundred dollars. You know you tie them up in a you know like a pretzel a couple of times and you know that's just like over here old Matt Suda you know trying to run Hulk Hogan's ass yeah. out the business yeah. and broke his shit and he still came back some bitch. But I mean you know you you take that money, you rough them up a little bit you know teach them how to bump teach them some of the basics but you don't you don't teach them the psychiatry or wrestling until you know they're gonna they're gonna stick around and you're gonna be able to you know book them on some shows and take their payoffs for a few years you know to you know that's just that's you know that's how you do it. that's that's how it works you know you you take a cut for them first you know five six seven eight ten years and then after that <laughs> if they ain't got signed by then fuck them you know I mean, right well, well, that's one thing I was going to ask. Should I expect a booking fee? But I think I got my answer. <laughs> yeah. Now, here, I got a two-part question. You know, you, you've said it a couple times, you know, $900 cash money. Uh, so I'm assuming, what do you do? Like, now, back in my day, we had a payment system that we we were allowed, but it wasn't $900 cash money. That's a steal, Whitey. You're training these young men and women for a very low price there, and that's a steal. I mean, I'd say jump on it if you can, but what do you do if one of these young men or women come to you and says, Whitey, I just don't have $900? I mean, will you work out a payment program with them, or, or would you take a check? <laughs> no, but yeah, I, ain't no, I ain't no fucking Mark over here. Ain't nobody taking a check. I ain't doing no payment plan. This ain't the goddamn layaway at the Walmart. You know what I'm saying? If you're serious about wrestling – then you can come up with $900. If you have to go in your mama's purse or you got to cut grass or you got to sell a little weed or whatever you got to do, like that feller on that damn Breaking Bad, go make you some meth or something, man, but get that money. And then, then come let Whitey teach you how to be a superstar. Well, you and know, then the money will come rolling in by the truckload, you yeah, know? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't blame you there. Like I said, that's a value at $900. I mean, but you know, you can't make everybody happy. Have you guys, I'm, I'm not trying to, don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to, you know, magnify the negatives, but have you had any complaints over there so far while you've been doing this wrestling school? I mean, you know, it's 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 twenty twenty guys. You always gonna have somebody complaining. That's all anybody does anymore is get on them internets and complain and talk shit. And of course, you know them their one kid, his mother coming there and said if y'all got a Google I'm a Google page, I'm going to give you a bad Google review. And I was like, bitch, you better Google your ass out here. I don't know what the fuck a Google review is, but you ain't going to put one on Whitey, that's for sure. So, yeah, I mean, there's always somebody bitching, right. oh, you know, I ain't expect to get hit with a chair on my third frame, you know, lesson. And, oh, I didn't know they really cut you, you know. I, th I thought the blood was fake, you know. I mean, that's what I had a little son bitch tell me. So, when are you going to teach us how to fake the blood? And so, you know, I knew Jack that little son bitch. I pulled, down, pulled my damn case pocket knife out my back pocket and uh, split his ass from stem to stern. And he's out there telling everybody how real wrestling is. And I got $900. So, so win, the, win. So, no refunds if you come in that door. <laughs> no, son. No refunds. If you step your ass between them ropes. Nine hundred dollars is mine, and that's it. If you first bump, if you decide you're a puss and you can't take it, well, you're a puss without nine hundred dollars. That's for sure. <laughs> hey, man, you know, twenty twenty has been a hell of a year. We got the pandemic going on, and we know how things are here in Tennessee. And we just recently got back a mask mandate and whatnot here in uh, our county. Uh, 
not sure how Northern Alabama is going with the uh, pandemic, but how was Whitey Jenkins handling the coronavirus at his school? Well, you know, we got a in Alabama, we got a governor. She's got an old lady. She's about ninety years old. <laughs> Everybody calls her Governor Meemaw, and that's what she looks and talks <laughs> like. And so, she's had this mask ornament, or, you know, ordinance and and. So all these other states here a couple of months ago, they cut out the mask ordinance. Well, Governor Meemaw kept it going, you know, and we still are still quarantining people and all this horse shit. But, uh, you know, I, I have them wear a mask when they're in their training, you know. <laughs> so uh, you actually have them wearing the mask while they're training? Well, a lucha mask. I mean, they're not wearing these <laughs> stupid-ass surgeons' masks, but I make them wear, you know, I've got – I got an array of masks that I sell at the gimmick table for, you know, 10 to $12 that I got kayfabe. You know, I got about 47 of them from Mexico for $12. And so uh, I tell the kids, go, hey, if you want to train, it's state law. You got to wear a mask. So you got to pay me an additional $46 for this mask so you can safely get in the ring and wrestle. So, so you know, it's it's another just another income stream, if you will, yeah, learn so, that in business class. So the mask isn't covered in the $900 fee, just the training in the $900 fee. Oh, yeah, just the training, brother. I mean, anything else, you know, you got to pay me for the mask. You know, you got to pay me for the dog chain to pull out your tights and work people over with. You know, <laughs> ain't nothing free, baby. You're you going to pay for all of the perks. So so what if a student Plus comes? literal perks. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so what if a what if a student comes in and says, "Hey, Whitey, I, you know, I've got my own mask here. What 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 does, is he allowed to wear that?" Well, you know, I look it over and make sure that it fits the protocol, if you will. And just so happens, there ain't been a damn one yet to show me their mask that fit the protocol. So this is the damnest thing. Yeah, safety first, man. That's what I always say. So here's my question. I'm kind of on the level, if you will. And say that I was to get a wild hair and want to be a wrestler, but I didn't have the $900 cash well, money. Well, but I do have a blank prescription pad from my doctor's office. Well, I'm sure, you know, I'm sure we could work something out, you know. Uh, $900 cash money, $900 worth of somas or perks or something. We can, we can figure it out. That's not something to talk about here on the no, air. I, no. don't know, I don't know what radio station this is on or who all is going to hear it, but, you know, we need to. Yeah. We need to talk about that behind closed doors, I, if you will. I apologize for that, Whitey. Uh, you would think Josh would know better. He's been around the business his entire life, and you think he would have known better than to ask that kind of question, you know. But hey, I, let's let's stick to the legal stuff. Well, you know, I heard I heard that uh, he's related to Danny Davis. Yes, sir. He he is. is. True? Yes, sir. He All is. Right. Is he related to the nightmare or the, or the, the shitty referee that screwed the British Bulldogs <laughs> back in 1987? Josh, which one are you related to? Is the, the good not, one or the shitty one? The good one. Um, yeah, the good one. The nightmare. Okay, all right. Well, I was going to say, we might have shut this down right now if you're related, related to dangerous Danny Davis. He was no, dangerous. definitely not the uh, uh, fiberglass eater. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's a little inside Proceed. baseball. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so let's 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 get off the illegal stuff, Josh. We did notice in the video that we watched the other day on P3 Radio a couple weeks ago when we said we got to have Whitey on. I mean, this is gold right here, and you guys need to go look at his channel because some of this stuff he's talking about. I mean, it really hits an old school level. But we noticed something in that video. You know, your drink of choice wasn't a 
wasn't like a sweet tea like a southern person would drink. It wasn't a Coke. It was, or a Sprite. Or a Sprite. It wasn't any kind of soft drink or water, but it looked like you were drinking straight Jack Daniels out of a bottle. <laughs> um, well, I mean, that's what a man does. Ain't he? I mean, just ain't, you know, I, I, what am I going to I supposed to drink? An energy drink like these pussies drink now? Yeah. Or some kind of... Uh, uh, what's what, what, what the fuck? Uh, Red Bull or some shit? Oh, man, you drink Jack Daniels. That's what. Ask Michael Hayes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, definitely, I don't picture you with a protein well, shake in your hand. Well, here's here's the thing I want to ask Josh. I'm gonna re- I'm gonna list off a couple of drinks here, and I'm gonna get your opinion. Should a man or a professional wrestler be drinking these types of drinks? Me and Josh are gonna throw some at you here. Uh, Long Island iced tea. What's your opinion of that? It's on the line, but yeah, I, I could drink it if, if if need be. All right, strawberry daiquiri. Well, I mean, I reckon if he, if you know, it was one of these uh, homosexual Adrian <laughs> Street types, then right. yeah, but so, not a real man. As long as it follows his gimmick, he can drink it. Is what you're <laughs> yeah, saying? I mean, yeah. If you're if you're trying to kayfabe your gay gimmick, then yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I mean, it, nobody that likes you know. The female ladies of the female persuasion would drink strawberry daiquiris. I mean, come on. Right. So I'm, I'm guessing my ties is out of the question. I don't even know what the fuck that is, but I assume, <laughs> yeah, I assume you got to have a pecker in at least one hand to, to order that. But I well, I mean, Whitey, come I ain't on. Traveled, I ain't traveled around the world. Maybe that's maybe that's some foreigner's drink. I don't know. Whitey, come on now. Who hasn't ordered a drink with a pecker in their hand? I mean, it might be your own, but, I mean, let's be fair about this. Uh, it does happen. Where are you at on screwdrivers? Man, I guess you do make a point there. <laughs> oh, breakfast of champions, baby. <laughs> I don't know any other way to start the day. <laughs> so, so more of a screwdriver. What about a mimosa? I just said that. No, a screwdriver and a mimosa is two different things, Josh. Well, I know. I, I said a Mai Tai. Never bad. My bad. Mimosa is champagne and orange juice. I've had more than two Bud Ices. Come on, give me a break. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. Champagne. I, I don't. I've, I've had champagne a handful of times, but you know, I'm not one of them uppity folks. Yeah. Uh, last one. We'll go with this one, Josh. Uh, the last one we're going to do tequila. Oh, oh yeah. Hell, I've been down to Mexico a few times and uh, had my fair share of uh, tequila. So, yeah, ain't nothing wrong with that, baby. Anything bad ever happened to you on tequila? I can tell you one time I tried tequila and and I was early into drinking. I hadn't been drinking long and I decided, hey, you know, I can I can do a few of these shots. I'm a big guy. I'm six foot three, 290 pounds and everybody I'm drinking with is small. I can do this and long story short a couple hours later Whitey I was uh I, they had to basically take me home because I had passed out and was throwing up everywhere ever have tequila kind of do something like that to you The only time in my life I've ever projectile vomited was after a night of tequila <laughs> yeah. and uh I didn't drink it for several years after that and uh yeah <laughs> not a not a happy memory Right Right. A lot of underwear standage going on that memory. So we got a thing called Mud Show Mania. What you got going with Mud Show Mania? Mud Show Mania is going to be the biggest damn indie show that you've ever seen. I mean, you know, people like that Jim Cornette try to make it sound like mud shows are a bad thing, but I'm telling you, we are going to... 
Pardon me, I got a little bit of a cough. This cold weather is getting me. Yeah. I mean, we we have already booked for Mud Show Mania WCW Superstar The Gambler. <laughs> wow. Oh, shit. Damn. I was thinking he was dead. Yeah, like, how I, you did don't, you get in touch with him? You don't see him very often. Well, you know, been around long as Waddy Jenkins has. I have a lot of a lot of inside sources, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, he's still alive. He's still still alive and kicking, going to be at Mud Show Mania. Now, is it true that there might be a doink on the card anywhere? Well, the rumor and ender is that there could be an all-doink battle royal. <laughs> We're trying to book the first ever 20-doink battle royal. And uh, I can't confirm or deny that it's officially signed, but if we do, it'll be the biggest biggest damn thing anybody's ever pulled off. So, Whitey, you are a proud Alabaman, correct? Correct, sir? Roll Tide. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you got to uh, give him right. time to drink his whiskey, Josh. <laughs> He's going to answer, but when you bring up Alabama to an Alabamian, they're going to... Is that how you say it? Alabamian? Is that how it's said? That is. Okay. That is. Well, Alabamian. You, if they have a drink in their hand, they got to drink it, so you got to allow some time, Josh. I know that's just ignorance on your part. But, I guess so. But that's okay. But what was your question again? Well, my thing is, um, you know, you've heard the deal. I mean, everybody's heard of Alabama Doink. You know, they talk shit about Alabama Doink and how he's, it's not the same guy, you know, as, as the famous Doink and all that stuff. I mean, are we going to see this Alabama Doink or is there even an Alabama Doink? It's just the actual Doink. Well, I hate to, I hate to have to bring the show down, but it, and this is absolutely legit. All. Joking aside, Alabama Doink passed away a couple years ago, so he is no longer with us. No. But we do have another uh, fat guy that worked at the same Golden Crowd as him that's going (laughs) to, in his memory, uh, pick up the Alabama Doink gimmick, so... Now, is that where the the sponsorship might come in with Golden Corral? Oh, yeah, we got that nailed down already, son. (laughs) Golden Corral, we got... uh, uh, well, I can't really divulge any of the other ones, but yeah, Golden Corral is going to be our main sponsor. That's awesome, man. Well, you know, out of out of tragedy comes something beautiful, like you know, one doink dies and you get a sponsorship out of one the deal. doink dies and they just multiply. Uh, yeah, and, and you. Oh well, yeah, a- I mean that's what I mean. That's I mean, look, Matt Bourne's dead. Most you know, <laughs> when one when one doink dies, another one takes his place. They basically spawn like a damn video game or some shit. <laughs> And they always look a little different, but it's okay. We all understand if they've got that green hair and that face paint, they're doink, right? That's right. Yeah. Now they'll pass. <laughs> well, they'll eventually pass, and then you'll get another one. But and then the next one comes. <laughs> Might get it looks two. A little shittier than the one before, but you know. It's like that show with uh, what was that show with the four- Michael Keaton multiplicity where <laughs> right. they just kept multiplying oh, him, and, and by yeah. the fifth one, he was an doink, asshole. Doink duplicity. <laughs> well uh you know a lot of people when we when we start when we started showing your videos and stuff we showed it one last or two weeks ago uh we actually said you know this guy's whitey jenkins he's one of the best promoters around here and uh we got questions about like you know how did this guy get his start in the business whitey how did you get your start in the business well like i said i was uh i was trained by buck spivey back in 72 and uh Started out like any other, you know, wrestler back in that day would, setting up the ring, setting up the chairs, selling the programs, you know, 
breaking in the cars in the parking lot during the show. <laughs> just, you know, just your basic stuff that, you know, you do early on. Uh, then eventually, um, classic story, you know, one night, wrestler didn't show up. And, uh, well, he's gone now. I can, Bob Armstrong, uh, no showed. So, uh, they put me in the ring, you know, and I uh, did all right that night. Uh, I mean, I broke the guy's arm, but it was an accident. <laughs> and so did a little more training. Next thing you know, I'm on the road, you know? Yeah. I, that's awesome, man. And how did you get your first pair of boots? I mean, did you, like, did you have to, did you have a trainer that was tough on you? Did he charge you up front or what did they, did they take you easy on you a little bit starting out? I mean, you said you broke somebody's arm. So in back in the day, that was kind of looked upon as like, Hey, this kid's tough. You know, what did they think when you broke the kid, the guy's arm? Well, they thought we need to train this kid some more. But <laughs> as far as, uh, my first pair of boots, uh, I got them out of the trunk of Alan Martin's car while he was, uh, in the McDonald's, uh, getting his dinner. I mean, anybody going to hear this is going to be able to, no. I mean, that statute of limitations is up, right? Yeah. I mean, fuck. Now he, he wasn't one of the guys that had his initials on his boots, did he? Well, yeah, I mean, that's why I, that's, that's why my name was Alex Matthews for the first two years I wrestled. Did, now, did you get any heat for that? Like, similar gimmick, similar boots? Oh, he, he tried to get in my face and be like, oh, no, those are my boots. They got my initials on them. And I go, well, we got we got the same initials, asshole. And we got in a little bit of a scuffle. And uh, I split his lip with a, uh, a set of, uh, of uh, what you call them things there, them brass knuckles. Yeah. And, uh knocked a couple of his teeth out and so he suddenly decided that uh he didn't need them boots back as much as he thought he did maybe that was mine <laughs> right <laughs> so so we hear uh, and you know this is kind of weird i mean aside from like terry funk and just a handful of other like old school legends you know that were around in the 70s and whatnot i mean when you say deathmatch wrestling you kind of get a eh, goddamn, you know, what, what, what you're doing that bullshit. But like, you're one of the few old school legends that embrace the death match. And you got something going on with a death match here? Well, I'm not going to lie. It took me a while to come around on them damn death matches. But then I started finding out how much money you can make selling them DVDs and shit like that. <clears throat> but here's my angle on it right here. And that's what I went on a show called uh, the Murder Death Kill Club. It's a damn group on Facebook. Got twenty six thousand followers, legit, and they love that damn death match wrestling. So I went on there and told them on their show. I said, "Listen here. I said you got all these pussified promoters calling themselves death match promoters, and they have these so called death match tournaments. But have you ever seen anybody die?" Why hell no? Ain't nobody never died. How the fuck you gonna have a deathmatch tournament and ain't nobody died? So <laughs> right. next logical. Year, next year when I have my tournament called Death Before Disability, because <laughs> most of them damn deathmatch wrestlers are on disability, just so you know. <clears throat> wow. It's gonna be the first deathmatch tournament in the history of wrestling that I guarantee in every single match somebody's gonna die. <laughs> so, so now are these going to be death by something in the ring or is this going to be more of maybe a situation where it's death by you know natural causes well obviously we're going to try to spin it like it's national you know, natural causes <laughs> but i mean like the first match we got signed and all them people on that death match board went ape shit over it and they sat around they had 
I had 126 comments debating whether this was a real match or not. And I'm going to tell you this match, and then you tell me if you want to go back and argue with these clowns. First match sign is a flaming razor wire <laughs> scaffold chainsaw decapitation match, where the only way to win is you have got to cut your opponent's head off with a goddamn chainsaw. Jesus. And then they... They, they legit message back and forth on that board for two days asking, I wonder if this is real or not. I don't know. <laughs> was the chainsaw at least on a pole, or was it in the middle of the ring? What was the – how did you stop the, the advantages of like, – Oh, we ain't done it yet. I oh. mean, that's, that's <laughs> forthcoming, if you will. But, I mean, it's going to be – they're going. it ain't going to be like a – normally, you know, the scaffold match, you got to get up there, you know, you get up there, and then you try to throw somebody off. Well, this is going to start in the ring where the flaming razor wire is. <laughs> and then they got to climb up the scaffold to where the chainsaw is going to be on a pole in the middle of the scaffold. <laughs> so that's a whole other element of danger. Because when one guy's trying to climb up and get the chainsaw, you push that mug off and he falls off the goddamn scaffold. Well, he's just down there now. That you got plenty of time to get the chainsaw, him haul back down there, and then just go chop his head off. You know, I mean. <laughs> So <laughs> he's just down there now. <laughs> so you know, you leg blown out like Cornette's <laughs> knees. I promise you. Oh. <laughs> so you mentioned uh, DVD sales and whatnot, <laughs> right? Let's and, get back to the DVDs. That seems more legal. It's so it, it, you know, it's such an important thing in death matches. They make a shit ton of money. But we also know that there's one other factor with DVDs and uh, I guess death matches in general: time. So, I mean, is there something that you would do, say, that the first match, you know, is going it's going an hour. Nobody's got yeah. up to the scaffold yet. Is there something that you would do? Because, I mean, there's only so much info you're going to be able to put on per DVD, right? Yeah, and also, Josh, adding to that, how many matches do you have scheduled for these things? Ah, the first round. Well, see, here's the thing. You know, I, I got a buddy in wrestling called, and his name's Kevin Brandon, and runs at IWAD South, and he's been doing these deathmatch tournaments for years. And he likes to have fucking 22 people in them, and they last two and three days, and there's, you know, 14 first-round matches. I mean, I think if you're killing fellas, you know, you could get away with probably just about four matches in the first round. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, how many folks you got to kill to get somebody's money's worth? You know? <laughs> right. Stretch that dollar out a little bit. No doubt. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, I mean, it sounds like it's going to be a good time. Man, I, you know, Josh, I am tickled to death that we've just had Whitey Jenkins on the show. Uh, it's it's literally, I, I've wanted to have, and, you know, please don't call me a mark for saying this, but I've literally had two wish lists like, people to get on the show from day yeah. one. And he told me this. It so was it's legit. Number one. Luthes, yep. and you and I both know that ain't gonna fucking happen unless we get a Ouija board and Whitey Jenkins. Yep, legends. And, and we don't have to get a Whitey uh, a Whitey board. A Whitey board. <laughs> we don't have to get a Ouija board for Whitey. He's here and in person. Well, he's via phone, but I mean, he's right here talking to us, Josh. And I mean, I'm so happy. Before you go, uh, Whitey, we're gonna throw some names at you. And you, don't, I mean, we're not going to ask standard, you to, but it's the, the the cliche shoot interview bullshit. Right. Yep. We're going to shoot out some names, and then you just tell us a couple things you think about them. Yeah, okay. So that's what we're going to do, uh, and we'll try to keep it as lighthearted. You don't have to bury anybody or anything like that. 
Because that's one thing we would never want anybody to no, do. No, 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 no. On this show, right? And I don't know if some of these guys might not even be alive anymore. So if they are, if they're no longer well, with guy, us, this guy he started in 1972. Yeah. Richard, I mean, so, he's been around a lot of people. So speak of your your terms of what you remember, or if you ever met him. Uh, and we'll start with with a classic Memphis wrestler, uh, one of the one of the best ones around here in his category, SD Jones. SD Jones, yeah, I remember him. He, Called him special delivery. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> pardon me. It's that whiskey, Josh. Oh, man. that mess. I mean, that whiskey is just <laughs> terrible. Jesus, Murphy. Uh, yeah, S.G. Jones, he was, uh, he's a pretty good fella, you know, back in the day. He used to drive me around in Memphis, as a matter of fact. Not because he was colored, but just because, you know, he had a car at the time I didn't. Right. I mean, who would who, who would make that? No one would make that correlation. No. no. Well, people, you know, people get it messed up because my because you know my name's Whitey. That they somehow and I'm from Alabama and I live in a trailer park and I voted for Donald Trump. That I'm I'm somehow racist. But the reason my name's Whitey, I went to a high school that was seventy eight percent black, and so my nickname was Whitey. Go figure. You know what I mean? Right. I and I so I ain't got a racist bone in my body. I, I mean, I've got along with. You know, black people, Mexican people, and all the others, and you know, they're people just like just like us white folk. <laughs> they are. They they are definitely people. Just and I like... believe that. I, I'm very. I feel very strongly about that. <laughs> well, you don't have to convince us. We we understand completely. You know your character. We we. Uh, but another one we want to throw out. I threw out S D Jones. I meant T D Steele. <laughs> 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 well, I was going to ask you when the fuck time. was S.D. Jones in Memphis, but it ain't my show. So no, no, no. I meant T.D. Steele. I'm so sorry. Uh, but I'm glad you had some run-ins with, with S.D. Jones. S. <laughs> but <laughs> but let, let's go with somebody else. S.D. Jones, T.D. Steele. What's the difference? I mean, I mean they're both like, initials. I'm sure they both work at Popeye's now. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, so, and here you are saying, you're like, okay. <laughs> You said that you get the you know the racist thing thrown at you. I just confused two African American wrestlers that were somewhat jobbers. Oh, two so, different time frames. Of two different time frames. <laughs> two different territories. So I, I apologize. Appreciate that. I appreciate that. You're making me look good here. And I, didn't to. I apologize, Whitey, for that. <laughs> so let's go with another one. Yeah, uh, Josh, you go. The Dream Machine, Troy Graham. Oh man. Dream machine, boy. You talking about? I mean, you said don't bury nobody, but boy, you talking about having a stash? Uh, That's back to that God. blank. That back back to that blank prescription pad talk we were doing. Man, earlier. dream machine was like a pharmacy and wrestling boots, boy. I tell you what, <laughs> we had some times together, boy. I'm telling you, we've, uh, he's he's taking me to some of the roughest parts of Memphis, Tennessee that you you wouldn't ever want to see, but. By God, we come out of there with a hefty bag full of pills, so it was a good night. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, let's 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 move up the card a little bit here. We'll ask a couple more. Uh, what about the one and only superstar Bill Dundee? Superstar Bill Dundee. You know, me and him always got along pretty well. You know, I used to pick on him for being short. You know, that was his his hot button topic. He got kind of pissed about that, but uh, most of the time, you know, we got along. But you know, I used to I used to. He has to make fun of him, you know, because he was always jealous of Lawler. So I'd always, you know, stick out in his ass, you know, when, you know, Lawler won the world title at that time and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But Dundee's a pretty good fella. He's still, he's still out there. Yeah. 
Still doing his it. Hair, his hair finally turned gray at age 82. <laughs> it's amazing how, how much. Ma- used to it. I mean, 2020 has aged us all, including Bill Dundee. Isn't it, is it crazy? It is very I, crazy. Uh, he took that picture with, uh, who was that? Randy. Randy Hales. And it looked like a where are they now back to the future picture. Uh, <laughs> it like a werewolf, what it looked like. <laughs> This is hard. I love him now. Yeah, he's a good guy. He was actually one of my trainers when I first started wrestling. So you uh, said uh, somebody who's still out there. We'll talk about somebody else that was still out there, but was in Memphis back in the day. Motherfucking Sergeant O'Reilly. What do you think about him? Sergeant O'Reilly. Yeah, he's a he's a pretty good dude. He's a he's a wild feller. Uh, He uh, used to be on Memphis. Get the fuck off the computer. I'm sorry, my damn cats. My cat Tully Anderson's up here on the computer. Moolah's laid over being good. Goddamn Tully's gonna act a fool now. Those are great Sorry. names for cats. I love them. Sorry about that. But uh anyway, uh who's we talking about? Uh Sarge O'Reilly. Sarge O'Reilly, yeah. He's he's a good guy. He uh he always wanted to be a male stripper and uh ended up being a wrestler, but same thing. What's the difference, right? Yeah, you know? <laughs> same thing. Hey, if you're in private or if you're up on the stage, I mean, it's all the same. Now, we're going to get them dollars. We're going to ask you one more question before we let you go. One more wrestler. Uh, there was this, according to my grandmother, uh, who never saw this man win a match in his whole entire career, uh, called him one of the biggest jobbers. In her, not in her words. She, she, she just told me, I don't know why you'd be excited to get his autograph on that picture because he's never won a match that I've seen. Uh, <laughs> and that was uh, Nightmare Danny Davis. What are your thoughts on him? Nightmare Danny Davis. <laughs> well, I mean, you got to like him better than the other one, right? Yeah. I mean, well, God, based yeah. On, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, based on his physique, I right, mean, he right, got right. in a lot better shape. Yeah. yeah. You know, I don't, I don't know where Ken Wayne is these days. No. I think um, I do. But. He hasn't been returning <laughs> my calls. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he didn't start a wild, a wild Valley Wrestling and train all these superstars is what I'm saying. No. I, I kind of lost track of him, so I don't know where he's been. I did get a we call don't run one, in fame circles, thank God. But, I did try to call him one time and got a return call from a correctional facility, but I don't know who that uh, was. So. Oh, K-Fee. <laughs> hey, uh, I got a couple more things before yeah. y'all push me out of here. No, no, go ahead, I had, a couple, I, I had an idea, because this – so, you know, I latched on to death matches because people make money off death matches. So yeah. I had this other bright idea. I kept seeing these people doing this. I said, I'm going to do the first ever all intergender customs. And huh. then I found out that they just call that porn. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> can, can you uh, enlighten some of our non-wrestling viewers, our listeners of what customs is? Yeah, I just found out what these were a few years ago myself. So apparently... What, what custom matches are is they'll get all these women wrestlers and then you you pay money and you quote unquote write a script of I want this I want the the big titted blonde against the, the skinny uh, Mexican girl and I want them to do this and do that and I want this one to go over and you know blah 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 and but they say it's wrestling they get really heated if you if you if you say it's not real wrestling or right. you insinuate that anybody ever you know pounds their pud watching this shit it's, <laughs> it's all for entertainment it's right. all for you know competition apparently you know right. i made that i made that remark to some chick one time it was like well you know she said well should i do this move or that move and i'm like 
as long as they can see the goods, I mean, they're going to finish, you know, when she got <laughs> hot. I mean, God, not good hot. I mean, I'm talking about one of the slap men. I... So, so Whitey, I'm, I'm really shocked that you haven't moved yourself into the customs genre, like fully. Well, that day will come, I guess, you know, <laughs> they're killing wrestling a little more every day. And so I figure we've only got about two more years of this shit and it's right. all going to be customs of some that's either, you're either going to pay for somebody to do an acrobatic, <coughs> you tell exactly how many flips you want this one to do on top of the other one, or, you know, you, you say which chick you want to go down on the other one and the rest <laughs> of the break, whatever. Yeah. Well, but what? I also want to brag real quick yeah. at the school. Not only will I teach you to wrestle, all right, not only will I teach you how to be a manager, I'll teach you all the psychiatry of wrestling, like I said before, but I've also will teach you how to do the commentator stuff like Lance Russell and Dave Brown and Gordon Soley back in the day. And I got this uh, black kid named Chantrell Hawkins, and they said, you know, if he keeps at it, he could turn out to be the black Jonathan Coachman. So, pretty excited about that. Now, now, when you train the announcers, just so everyone knows, what's the fee for that? Well, you know, for announcers, I cut the fee a little bit. It's only seven fifty. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I mean, that seems fair, and I mean, they're getting a world class training there from a world class promoter. And once again, Josh, where can you go and see some of Whitey Jenkins' videos? Uh, promote his promote his shit, man. Come on. Well. The only place you need to go to is Cheap Heat TV, and that's on uh, YouTube, Twitter, anywhere that you view social media. Cheap Heat TV is your way to the Whitey Jenkins man. Well, Whitey man, we appreciate you being a part of P3 Radio today, man. Anything, any parting words you want to give us? Well, you know, uh, I got one of them Facebooks. If y'all want to find me on Facebook, I'm on there. I'm probably the only Whitey Jenkins on Facebook. And I'm on Twitter as well. Uh, I don't really understand how that works, but I'm working on uh, getting on there and doing some promotion on the Twitter and the Facebook. Because they say today, if you're going to be a promoter, you got to be on this social media stuff. Oh, yeah, so I'm trying, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, Whitey, it was awesome talking with you. Josh and me are uh, we've done interviews with some major people. We've we've had Olympic gold medalists on this show. We've had Super Bowl champions. Super Bowl champions. We've had a world renowned, and this is all legit. I mean, I'm not making this up. This is we've had um, uh, world heavyweight champions. We've had all of them in the mix, and we WWE were WWE Hall of Famers. Hall of but Famers. It's all but it, minuscule. We were, yeah, we were nervous as hell to have you on, and we want to thank you for being on P3 Radio. Well, I I appreciate it. You know, Eddie. Any show that has featured Ricky Morton's mullet on here is, you know, that's pretty high, high praise to be able to get on here and be on the same show as old, old Ricky Morton. So thank y'all for having me. And, uh, you know, if I ever nail down a location for any of these events, you know, and, and know for sure where we're going to have them, I, I'd love to come back on and promote them some more, if you know what I mean. You got Definitely. an open, open invite, sir. Thank you for being on, and we'll holler at you down the road. 10-4. Well, there he was, ladies and gentlemen, P3 Radio. Josh, man, I'm I'm a little jittery right now. Like I got the nerves going, dude. And so I'm s- still shaking. So much realness. Well, that's the thing about these old timers, man. They will shoot straight with you. They'll tell right. you exactly what they think, and they don't give a shit about uh, you know the PC culture or nope. anything else going on. They will shoot straight with you, and man, Whitey Jenkins, you got to respect him. Well. 
I am like a, like my grandmother used to say, tickled pink right now. Like I'm just on what cloud that, what, now. What is that? What's she tickled? What does that mean? Hold on, Josh. We got another call coming in. Uh, hold on. Let me. Let we me are answer. not used to this. Yeah, hold I mean, on. I've got it on mute. Hold on. Let me unmute it. Hold on. Uh, Jesus, is it this one or that one? Is it that you one? You always fuck up uh, in these situations. Well, why do you do that? I guess. I mean, just answer the goddamn call. <laughs> wow, so much aggression here. Okay. Uh, um, hello, welcome to P Three Radio. Hey guys, what's going on? It's Gene Jackson. Hey Gene, what's, what's going on, man? You know, we had talked to you a couple of weeks back. I guess it's a couple of months back. Odd thing is, we just had. Uh, well, I don't know if he's a friend of yours, Whitey Jenkins, on the show. He he wasn't very glowing. Yeah, I was going to say he didn't oh, talk very good um, of you. But. Yeah, that's that's why I was calling. Actually, is uh, <laughs> he had just told me that he that he called you guys, so I was calling to apologize. Um, so this guy, <laughs> like, so there's a trailer park across from my house, and this guy moved into it and come wandering across the street several months ago and was telling me how he was a wrestler and a wrestling promoter and his yeah. life history and all this crazy shit. And, uh, he's annoying, but he's entertaining. And so yeah. I thought, well, let's exploit this guy on my YouTube channel. <laughs> so, uh, I offered to uh, record some stuff and put him on YouTube. I showed him how to make a Facebook. I showed him how to make a Twitter and all this stuff. And, uh, you know, and so then he told me, he's like, you know, oh, I was on P3 radio, and I was like, oh, Jesus, I got to call these guys. I was like, man, they're my friends. Don't be going on, on, you know, talking to my friends. And he's like, oh, they loved it. They said, you know, that they were excited to have me on the show and all that. So it's nice of y'all to say that, too. Well, you know? I mean, he, he provides great content, as you it's know. It's kind of like, it's a, like you mentioned before, yeah. it's like a car wreck. I mean, you're going to look, yeah, and it, it, it does get some views, so why not, right? Yeah, I think I mentioned that in the context of, like, my father, but <laughs> if we want to roll that way, that's fine. <laughs> hey, it is what well, it is. Well, if you hang around him long enough, you'll feel like you've been in a car wreck. Well, Richard I mean, hanging around his dad <laughs> long enough. He never even... stops, man. Like, I have to shut the lights out. And act like I'm not home because he comes over here every day and he wants to use the internet and he wants to, hey, let me watch this show and hey, what you got to drink in there? You got any Jack Daniels? And uh, Jesus, I mean, he's yeah. he's a he's a mooch. And of course, needless to say, you got to put a lock on the freaking medicine cabinet, <laughs> right? <laughs> no matter what it is, it can it could you know it can be freaking wife's birth control pills. He'll, he'll pop them because you, know, you never know. He says. Have you ever thought about just going over to his trailer and throwing a big ass blanket over it so he thinks it's nighttime and he'll go to sleep? <laughs> <laughs> like they do with I birds. But I will now. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that might work. I mean, he's he's so old school. I don't think he knows when night and day is. He's just he's really caught up in himself. I mean, he. I'll be honest with you, man. We were excited to have him on. To be honest, he is with a you. legend. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, it's just like any other train wreck legend. I mean, but he's people, a legend because you, of Gene. Like right. he's a legend to us because of Gene. Well, like I said, I saw the opportunity to hopefully get a few views on my channel and stuck him on there, and now here we are, seven eight months later, and uh, he won't go away. So <laughs> I don't guess he's going to anytime soon. So yeah, as long as you guys enjoyed it, and as long as the listeners enjoyed it, I guess I don't have anything to apologize for. But no. I just knew I was like, man, I got to call these guys because God only knows what he says. Because I mean, <laughs> he, he says some really. He doesn't mean to be. He's just like you say. He's old. He's old school, and you know, used to you could say things that you can't say in 2020. Right. And uh, I just figured God only knows what the hell he 
he probably said on here yeah. that well, needs uh, to be fair, uh, there was only one incident and it was a, a dumbass that got SD Jones and TD Steel mixed up and that was on me. <laughs> so. Well, I mean, that's going to happen. Yeah. You know? <laughs> same, same, right? right. Job, same, you same. know, African-American jobbers with initials <laughs> for their name. Come on. That's, yeah. you know. Well, well, Gene, while we got you on here, man, uh, anything you're you're promoting, anything you're trying to get out there, let people know you're you're you got going on. Well, it just so happens uh, <laughs> <laughs> I had uh, I had gotten out of the the podcast game for a while, um, just out of pure laziness because I got tired of editing them fucking things together and right. booking them and all that kind of stuff, but. Um, about hold, on, hold on, real quick, real quick. When you said editing these things together, my co-host Josh went. That's a mess of bullshit. That's a lot of work because he I has not. He has not edited a show. No, <laughs> day one. Because I, I imagine it would it would have to be a lot of work. <laughs> I embrace your pain, brother. I embrace your pain. Right, I'm sorry to cut you off, Gene. Go oh, ahead. No problem. So uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, a friend of all of ours around here, uh, Spider Boudreau, uh, passed away due to COVID, uh. and I was asked to host a podcast uh, by the Murder, Death, Kill board, which is a death match board, as you can imagine, Yeah. Uh, because Spider did a lot of death matches in his latter years, and so they asked me to host a podcast, and I was like, okay, sure, and it's on this thing called StreamYard. So it's a live video podcast. So the guy sent me a link. I click on the link, and I'm looking at my laptop, and, you know, you record the podcast. And afterwards, the video's there for people to partake in. And there's also an option to click a link, and you can download the audio of it and then upload it to somewhere else. So I was like, wow. So the people just... They call in, and you do the little video chat here, and then it's it's there. I don't have to edit shit together. I don't right. have to do anything other than click a couple of buttons, and boom, it's out there. And, um, you know, being in the house, you know, I think we talked about this the last time I was on. You know, I work from home. Um, I've tried to book a couple of wrestling shows, and shit has happened that has caused me to not be able to, to go for one reason or another. Right. So I'm getting kind of stir-crazy, and I need to kind of – scratch the itch of, of having something to do with wrestling. And so I thought, well, what the hell? Let's let's try this out. So on um, Sunday nights uh, on my Facebook, facebook.com slash king of all wrestling media, um, we do Cheap Heat TV live because as, as you know, uh, Cheap Heat TV is my YouTube channel. Yes. Originally, my very first podcast that I did for several years was called Cheap Heat Radio. Mm-hmm. That rolled over into uh, Cheap Heat TV, which is a YouTube channel, which has a, a ton of old wrestling, Continental, Memphis, World Class, uh, just a lot of old random wrestling on there. And it's got a lot of shit I've done over the years, one-on-one interviews, different types of promos and matches and different things. Um, so... Uh, every Sunday night, this thing broadcasts live to both my Facebook channel and my or my Facebook page and my YouTube channel. Um, and so I have a guest on, and we do about an hour. And so far on the very first episode, we had the Wicked Nemesis, who's a well-known manager in these parts. Last week, we had Deathmatch uh, wrestler Insane Lane on, who has taken a year off, lost 100 pounds, and <laughs> gotten in tremendous shape, quit drinking, got his family back together. It was just a really cool story. Yeah. 
Um, and so he was on last week. Tonight, I've got a young man who calls himself The Bun, Christian Pierce, and my friend Charles Zanders are going to be on. So every Sunday night we stream live, and then uh, the show's up about an hour later. You can watch the video. For those that don't like to sit and watch videos, the audio version comes out every Monday night at 7 o'clock on Anchor. So, nice. uh, of course, those links are all over all my social media. So um, love to have you guys on soon. I'll yeah, get with y'all uh, about getting that scheduled in the next few weeks, and uh, hope your listeners uh, check it out. Well, that is awesome. Gene, uh, great friend of the show. Like I said, I was a big fan back when I saw some of your stand up and, and just the fact that when I messaged you about my, my father and trying to come up with some scenarios, you didn't question it. You just rolled right with it. And, uh, I mean, you fit right in with us here at P3 radio. So hats off to you, man. And great success in what you're doing. Go and check his stuff out. People. He is a hilarious guy. Go check out all cheap heat TV on YouTube and you won't be disappointed. Gene, uh, once again, man, thanks for being a part of the show. Anytime, man. It's always a blast. And uh, who knows, maybe uh, maybe old Greg needs to call your biological dad at some point. <laughs> <laughs> we might make that happen. Well, Josh, um, we can get some exit music here. That's going to do it for us this week on P3 Radio. We're going to be back live next week. And hopefully Josh will be in a good state, I- I hopefully. <laughs> well, we'll see. Uh, and hopefully we'll have our new studio built. But, uh, Josh, if they want to well, follow us on social media, or, go ahead. Wouldn't that be lovely? New asshole, new studio. We got everything <laughs> rolling the right direction, man. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> New if, asshole, new me. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's going to be. I can't wait. Yeah. But uh, something else. If you're on Twitter, we are at P3 Radio, the number one. On Facebook, put in that search bar, Pop Poncho, and you will see our profile picture and if you want to get with us the old school way uh send us a text maybe leave us a voicemail you never know we might play it on the show 731-300-6675 that's going to do it for us for josh Brawley. this is richard mulligan saying thanks for listening and good night